Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Thank you so much for being with us today. You know, Jim, I just learned something that I, I haven't even told you about, and I'm going to tell our listeners. Oh, live? Right here okay. on the show. So I learned that you can use, we don't have one, but if you have Alexa or Echo, you can actually say, hey, so-and-so, Alexa or Echo or whatever device you have, play I Work For Him podcast and she'll play it for you. Wow. So this becomes a hands-free opportunity to plug into your favorite podcast. Well, I hope you were your favorite, but (laughs) you might have others as well. But we just... What a simple way to bring that up. If you're thinking about us and you have an Alexa, just be like, hey, in fact, right now, maybe an Alexa is turning on because I say, Alexa, play, play I, I Work, work for, for Him podcast. Yeah, that's fantastic. I and the same that. works with our I Retire for Him podcast. So I'm working on our other platforms, but just wanted to let people know right here, late breaking news. It's probably been that way for a while. I just didn't know. <laughs> and you can always check out all of the podcasts of the Faith and Work Movement on the Awaken Podcast Network, awakenpodcastnetwork.com. Virtue, the quality or practice of moral excellence or righteousness. When we were kids, virtue was held in high regard. Mm-hmm. Is virtue still held in high regard? <laughs> I don't think so. Where do we find virtuous people? Where do we find people even talking about virtue? Anywhere? And the ultimate question, where do we find those leading virtuously? Well, our guest today is in search of those leading virtuously all over the country. He's interviewing them, studying them, sharing their insights with others in his Leading Virtuously podcast, as well as putting their virtuous insights into practice in his business, Spirit Consulting. Today, we talk with Christopher Gomez, a man on a mission from God to find those leading virtuously. Christopher Gomez, welcome to I Work For Him. Alexa, play Leading Virtuously podcast. Maybe that works, Christopher. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jim and Martha. So excited to be able to be with you today and share my story. Hey, I was hoping you noticed that on a mission from God line right out of the Blues Brothers, which was an Illinois-based Pro uh, movie, you didn't catch that, did you? Oh, I definitely caught it. Actually, my high school band used to, uh, uh, we would uh, do our band practices in the studio where the Blues Brothers remake that played during the Bulls halftime shows. They, they practice. So, yeah. So, very familiar with the Blues Brothers. Uh, and that didn't go over my head, Jim. I'm okay, with I just probably, yeah, I didn't get any reaction. And what instrument me. did you play? Uh, I played the flute. Wow. No, just joking. <laughs> Guitar. Like, See, I'm so gullible. Oh, really? Okay. Hey, hey I love rock the flute. And flute. All right, listen, we're going <laughs> to reel it back in. All right. We're going to talk about how you connect your faith and your work, Christopher. But first, just tell us, why did you become a Jesus follower? Yeah, that's a great story. Uh, I basically walked away from the kingdom from 10 to 30. And then Jesus, I think, recognizing that he had a sober and person that was choosing to become, you know, excellence in sales leadership decided like, okay, it's time for Chris to come back into the kingdom. So he sent an angel basically to my, uh, the, the mother of my children's house to um, basically just like, I was just getting undressed from work one day. 
you know, taking off the suit, putting on the sweatpants or the comfy wear at night. And then I like look over on the bed and there is like this dark shadow. And, and basically like, it's hard to like explain this experience exactly, but in essence, like, it was like, did you hear the audible voice? Or it just felt like it was like basically like speaking to my soul. And I hear God say like, Christopher, I love you. And I need you to come back to my church. And, you know, like at that point I wasn't an atheist, but I was just like a nun, like no organized religion to identify with. Mm. And, and so, you know, my, my, um, the, my wife at the time was worshiping at a non-denominational Protestant church in the area, Christ Church of Oak Brook. And so that's what I knew. So I was like, okay, this is where I'm going to go. And, and thank God I did because they had modern day praise and worship music and being a musician growing up, which we just talked about, like that really resonated with me, which is completely different than my experiencing, uh, you know, growing up as a Catholic in the Catholic church where, you know, things are oftentimes not as lively in that environment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really, in my mind, just hearing what you're saying, really, like almost a road to Damascus, you know, opportunity where God was like, hey, I want to get your attention and I'm speaking to your soul. And, and um, you know, I just think that that's so powerful because it it's different for everyone, right? But God knew you were ready in that moment to uh, to seek him again and in a, what sounds like a very new way. And so that's really amazing. So tell us about um, at what point did you come to understand that God cared as much about what you were doing as a consultant and a hiring professional as he did with that of the preacher that you might have been listening to or the missionary that you're supporting? Yeah, great question, Martha. Thank you. Um, so actually, this was very recently because uh, when I launched, when I, I was working for uh, an organization, I've been in consulting my entire career since 2006. And uh, basically, uh, up until 2018, I was working for another organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the same time, launched Catholic sports camps and ministry. And I was always kind of like kind of flip-flopping between both of them, like doing specifically ministry work and then kind of like keeping the two separate and most recently in December, I joined a, a, the Anointed Life, uh, and this is an organization that trains in supernatural ministry. And we did this exercise where people prophesy over one another, and we were specifically going after like what, which of the seven mountains that we're supposed to be pursuing. And uh, two or three different prophets had said that like they were hearing that that business was the vein that I was supposed to be pursuing. And then my, actually they did the same for my wife and music was what kept resounding for her. And ever since that, uh, you know, between both that and then the other thing was like, where is the gifting and just recognizing that I have gifts of the apostle had been wildly helpful for really understanding like my lane of the fact that like, okay, I can bring Jesus into the workplace and really be pursuing that heavily. And, and, and I don't, you know, I think the the main thing for me is in essence, like every single day is just that journey of like, Holy Spirit, what do you want to accomplish today? And mm-hmm. and walking with Jesus in, in everything that we do. So talk about spirit consulting. What is it? I mean, I mean, honestly, people hear the word spirit consulting, they may think you're like a medium or you're, you know, I mean, they could go on a whole bunch of different places. What is spirit consulting? Yeah, great question. So we're a management consultancy where we outsource the hiring challenges for organizations in the industries of both nonprofit organizations 
and the healthcare industry, so specifically like hospital management organizations. So some of our clients include Duke University Health System, the University of Kentucky Healthcare System, uh, Great Expressions Dental Centers. They've got 300 dental centers all throughout the United States. That's on the healthcare side. And then on the nonprofit side, you may know McDonald's Corporation, you know, every single time you drop coins uh, when you're going through the drive-through, they have a nonprofit called Ronald McDonald House Charities, where we also do a lot of recruiting for their uh, executive director positions throughout the country as well. So, so yeah, so that's the industries and the type of work. And then, like I said, the service line specifically are executive search services and work psychology and we have PhDs that bud up throughout the recruiting process to do pre-hire assessments and then post-hire onboarding to make sure that we are really like hiring the best person possible for organizations. You know, I can't tell you how many times Jim and I have talked about the fact that we wish we would have paid better attention in, in college, like, you know, Psych 101 and, you know, to better understand the very people we would be working with in whatever industry we're in, because that is something, you know, understanding people, um, what a great niche that you're you're really drilling into that and help, and making sure that you're doing that well. Hey, we're talking to Christopher Gomez. You can check him out online if you want to. It's spiritconsulting, it's spiritconsulting.com, right? Spiritconsulting.com? It is uh, spiritmco.com. Oh, sorry, there you go. Spiritmco, thank you for correcting me. I apologize for getting that wrong. Spiritmco. SpiritMCO.com. We'll be right back. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field. But for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Hey, we're back today talking with Christopher Gomez from Spirit Consulting. He's out of Oak Brook, Illinois, and we ran into each other because he's a fellow podcaster. He's got this podcast called Leading Virtuously. And Christopher, I, I, let, let's talk about your relationship with Christ. As your relationship with Christ has grown, so you said at 30, Jesus basically whacked you upside the head with a, uh, a green-treated two-by-four and said, hey, I love you. Let's get back on the track here, people. How has your business morphed? How has your business mind morphed as you really grew in your relationship? That's a great question. Thank you, Jim. So right off the get-go, I launched like so hard right of our our mission statement was to heal the soul, enlighten your business, because that had been my experience that when you get healed up from all your wounds that you had uh, experienced in life, that your business, you become a stronger business professional because your EQ races and you have your emotional intelligence races and you have the ability to really connect with uh, individuals, which businesses, you know, basically all built on relationships. And, uh, but what I experienced, Jim, is that it was, I got tons of uh, heavy persecution in that time. And we were doing blog posts, you know, monthly and talking about, you know, just basically like, you know, praying into different topics within business and then and then launching out from that platform and got tons and tons of pushback from the secular world. And so I just took it back to prayer, like, Jesus, like, I thought this is what you wanted. Like, I don't understand. Like, obviously don't, if I go out of business, I can't be able to do ministry, et cetera. 
And kind of the answer that I got was, you know, right before launching my business, went through a really horrendous divorce that was supposed to take six months and ended up taking a two-year process. And so I, I wouldn't, and basically both the attorneys were like margin over relationship focused. Uh, so I realized that like when you take that discipline into work, like I wouldn't recommend my divorce attorney to even my worst enemy. And so in essence, like that opened my eyes to like the opportunity of the mission statement of leading virtuously or fulfilling our clients' dreams while practicing virtuous service. So in essence, it kind of waters down the message of just like, we're here to evangelize and bring Jesus to like, we just want to love people and do what's best on, on people's behalf. And so what I found is that when you do that, then you can then draw people into you and they start to realize like, why do you have joy? And why do you have humility? And why do you have integrity? Like, where is this coming from? And then that gives you the great opportunity to be like, Jesus, you know, let me tell you about my Lord and Savior and, and how he was able to save my life and bring me into the kingdom and all the miracles that I see on a daily basis. You know, you um, you point out the fact that it's so important that we um, <laughs> listen to our Heavenly Father, right? <laughs> Not just put it the way we think it should be, um, but to really, and be willing to revamp it and to say, okay, I want to do this your way, God. So based on what you have seen transition in your business, give us an example of a way that um, someone maybe did ask that question and say, why, why are you you know, running your business this way and what kind of impact it's had? Yeah, yeah, uh, great question. Thank you, Martha. So actually one recent example that really comes to mind is, you know, oftentimes we can choose to do things the virtuous way or sometimes we can just force people to make decisions that might line our pockets. We fill the jobs, we get paid the money, but that may not be where God's calling them to be or the best situation for them. So I remember a recent event where we had a candidate that actually was, we thought she was phenomenal, just perfect in every way. And, and the client loved her, et cetera. But as we started to talk about it and pray about it, she was just thinking like, I don't actually think that this is the right role for me to be taking. Hmm. And so I was like, all right, well, let's just, instead of like, okay, well, I'll pray about it. You pray about it. We'll get back. I was like, let's just pray about it now because she had opened up about the fact that she was a believer and we really um, um, dove deep into that. So I actually have a thank you note that she wrote me that I was hoping that I could read for you guys. Go ahead. Sure. So Chris, I wanted to connect back and thank you for the connection. I believe in destiny. I've always lived by Proverbs 3, uh, five through six. Ultimately, the path to go to your client was not in God's plan. However, it saved me again. Uh, he, it showed me again that he aims the details of my life, including the moment you chose to pray over me. I knew in that moment God was speaking and what was meant to be would come to light. Well, three days later, my boss gave me a promotion. Thank you for your light and please keep in touch. Let's go. Wow. So I mean that that to me and and basically like while I was praying for her I just kept seeing like look there is going to be this amazing thing that's happening to you like I can't put my finger on it but I just know like yes this is not what you're supposed to be like you need to stay there and then like I said sure enough that she gets recent like quickly promoted right after that so well, I think that, those I was saying and that's wow. the kind of stuff leading with that kind of integrity that kind of virtue is it's tough sometimes because that took money out of your pocket. Well, it didn't take money out of your pocket. It just didn't put money into your pocket from placing her with that company. But you did the right thing. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what makes the world really go around. When we do the right thing, regardless of whether it benefits us or not, that's a Jesus thing. Jesus is always doing the right thing, whether people appreciate him or not. Hey, we're talking today with Christopher Gomez from the Leading Virtuously podcast. We would encourage you to check out Leading Virtually Leading Virtuously podcast on the awakenpodcastnetwork.com, awakenpodcastnetwork.com. Christopher and his interviews are one of many podcasts that we've got out there on awakenpodcastnetwork.com. Check out Leading Virtuously with Christopher Gomez. We'll be right back. Do you want to make an impact for the kingdom of God without quitting your day job? Then here's some great news. God is calling you into full-time ministry right where you are. The job that you hold, the work that you do, and the people you work with, none of that is by accident. Your workplace is your mission field. Change the way you think about faith and work by picking up a copy of our new book, I Work For Him, by going to iworkforhim.com bookstore. And remember, you aren't just working for yourself, you're working for the Lord. Hey, we're back today with Christopher Gomez from the Leading Virtuously podcast. Christopher, let's talk about the podcast, Leading Virtuously. Why the name? Yeah, I think that if you look in in today's society, that with you have the Black Lives Matter movement that is just going gangbusters. You've got the Me Too movement that just happened. If you look at the political election here in the United States, like there has just been toxicity everywhere that you look in in the way that people have been leading. And so I just wanted to inspire others by being able to bring leaders onto the podcast to share their stories of the way, like we just shared about in this discussion point of where maybe that money, like you choosing the, the monetary gain for you immediately may not always be the best way to show up and do work, but in essence, to always be focused on doing what's right and always be loving other people in the way. And so that, uh, you know, there's been just really a big blessing to be able to do that. Uh, and so in essence, that's why I launched the podcast and our goal and mission is to inspire virtuous leadership. So what kind of response have you been getting from listeners? What are you hearing them gain or their eyes be open about their, um, you know, what they're hearing on your podcast? Well, you know, as you know, the spoken word has so much power. And oftentimes, if you're not necessarily, you know, walking in this type of loving approach, being able to see your peers doing exactly that can inspire us to be able to walk in that same way. And so that's what we see oftentimes. And, you know, because we're on both YouTube, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, um, that that's usually the uh, the feedback that we get from the shows is like, wow, that's so inspiring. I love that. And we've had guests like Ray Ray McElrith Bay, whose uh, life story had inspired the movie, uh, a, a Disney uh, movie. And we've also had CEOs like Steve Sterling and just these crazy stories of these people who basically, you know, God had touched their lives and now they're just doing this amazing work to inspire others. And, and yeah, so I think the other thing too, Martha, that I think is really, you know, answers your question too, is like, what I think one of the side benefits of it too, is like just being able to connect with these uh, individuals and then me not only get leadership development, um, uh, just like insights from them, but then also to be able to like be inspired myself on the way that they are leading their organizations and the work that they're doing. Yeah, there's no doubt that when we hear what God has done in other people's lives, that it's going to do one of two things. It's going to either inspire us to say, you know, Lord, 
Am I, am I seeking what you want the best in my life? Or, or sadly, it would fall flat. I guess that's the other option. But I don't believe that if you're really um, looking for, you know, and seeking God and saying, what, what do you want from my life? Am I living my life in the way that you have des- designed for me to live and living out my calling or purpose that um, it's going to inspire people? So thanks for sharing that. All right, Christopher, we got a minute left. I, I want to make sure that we get a chance for you just to speak openly to everybody that's listened to the podcast today. Uh, as a pod, as a fellow podcaster, speaking into the faith yeah. and work movement, uh, people en- encourage people in their faith and their work. W- what kind of encouragement can you offer the I work from the audience about living out their faith and their work? Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I have a quick story that I think that will <clears throat> really uh, bring this full circle as to like, what I've been kind of diving into. But so the other the other week, literally last week, it was like a Tuesday morning, just, you know, regular day. And and my, I work with my wife. She does marketing as well. It's a great idea to do, Jim, but she does marketing for our organization. And there's a woman screaming outside of our office. And then she screams like, like all over the place, like, ah! and, and then she basically falls down onto the concrete. And my wife's like, what's going on? So she like, runs out there and there's already another lady who had been smoking and saw the lady like fall. And so it was like, just like, are you okay? Like what's going on? But she was unconscious. So my wife runs up to my office to grab me and we go down there and we like put pillows under her and we're like talking to her. And then my wife being the better of the two was like, well, maybe we should pray. So, so we <laughs> prayed over her and, uh, and I was just like, in the name of Jesus Christ, like I bind any spirits, any demonic spirits be gone right now in Jesus name, like any drug addiction, alcohol addiction, be gone, be broken in Jesus name. And like, as soon as I get done praying, she like snaps up and it's like, where am I? And what's going on? And, and uh, yeah, so, so, there's just so much power in Jesus's name. And God sent us out to heal the sick, cleanse lepers, cast out demons and raise the dead. And the more that we open ourselves as vessels to the Holy Spirit, the Lord can just continue to work crazy miracles. And this isn't just on church on Sunday, or it can be at the grocery store. It can be in your office. It's everywhere. I mean, Jesus just wants to blow people's minds. And so that's really the takeaway of if any of your listeners would listen to anything, I'd say, open yourself to the Holy Spirit. Our God is a God of miracles and all things are possible through Jesus Christ. And, and I hope that really blesses your listeners, Jim and Martha. Thank you, Christopher Gomez. Really appreciate you being on today. You've been listening to I Work For Him. You know, I want to make sure I tell people, Leading Virtuously Podcast. Make sure you check out Christopher and the Leading Virtuously Podcast. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.